This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Dukes and Bell, big, big day in the National Football League as it's legal tampering. We've been talking about it all afternoon, and we will continue to talk about it here on the show. But before we get back into what the Falcons are doing, what they may do, and other moves around the National Football League, we do have an announcement to make. And this involves our radio station. It involves our morning show. It involves three individuals who I highly respect, and and I I think they're going to do an amazing job Whenever they launch this show, and I want to invite you guys to check it out. Um, we welcome into the studio Mike Johnson. Many of you know him. He played at Alabama. He also was playing for the Falcons on the old line. He was drafted here by the Atlanta Falcons. Tiffany Blackman, I've known a very long time. She does an amazing job. You guys may have seen her at Falcons camp over the years. Mm-hmm. She covered the NFC South. She also does college football, ESPN. She's currently doing XFL. She is all over the place, and our own Bo, Bo Morgan, who is better known as Squid Billy. Uh, guys, first of all, welcome in. Tiffany, it's good to see you. How have you been? How you doing? Let's make sure. Let's make sure her. There we go. Am I on now? Now you're on. I, I knew something sounded funny. Yeah, you know. were just talking to yourself there. Now I you're talking to everybody. I do that a lot. <laughs> How you doing? You'd be surprised. I'm doing good. It's great to be here. Great to be a part of of. This station, a part of this team with with Bo and Mike now, um, and I'm just super excited to add this to my ever growing schedule, and this is going to be a blast. It's going to be a lot of fun, Mike. It is good to see you. You still look fit, bro. You look like you can play a little bit. Yeah, you got any eligibility? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Listen, I'm just trying to hold on by a thread right now. I think I got uh, more screws in my feet than I ever had starts in the NFL. Uh, but like she said, I'm happy to be here. Uh, appreciate you guys having us on, and uh, we're excited to get on the airways, man. I think uh, we've got an exciting group. We've got a good core. Right now, like you talk about building the core of the Atlanta Falcons, the uh, from the inside out. I think we've got that. So, oh, that's good. Uh, Mike. Yeah, that's showed right. me up. I should have. <laughs> you just dang. get your mind right. There's a lot more <laughs> of that coming, uh, coming towards you. And for those who remember, Mike, 2010 class from Alabama, as Carl referred to, and again had to, again we loved you. Get banged up, but it was a big time stud for the time you were here for the Falcons. It man. was. It wasn't for lack of trying. I'll right? just tell you that right now. I mean, uh, three of my five years ended on uh, the injured reserve, but. Look, man, I love the city. I love being a part of Atlanta. Loved playing for the Falcons. Uh, respect everything that they're doing now. And I think it's an exciting time to uh, to be getting into uh, doing the show. I mean, the, you talk about uh, free agency starting up, and uh, some of the signings they've made have been have been pretty good so far. So excited. I think it's a good time to be uh, in sports radio in Atlanta with everything going on. You can say that again. <laughs> Bo Morgan is here, better known as Squid Billy, uh, as he transitions. And, Bo, you're going back to mornings, obviously. Uh, we're happy for you, but I'm curious to know, like, how are you feeling about all of this? And and with Tiffany and now Mike on your side, oh, I can only imagine. Well, I got a national champion right here, all yes, right? Yes, I got a D1 college athlete. Thank so, you. I was waiting for So <laughs> I'm clearly not the athletic one on this show. But, you know, I bring everything else that I've always brought. Look, Mike Conti had a vision. 
I'm glad to be a part of it. You know, I've worked in this station, at this station, where I've been told, hey, you don't sound like mm. what we need on the air. Mm. And that's pretty amazing considering I am the audience. This yeah. is my hometown. This is, you know, obviously Tiffany's a hometown girl as well. But so it's kind of cool to hear a southern voice on the station in the city that actually sounds like they're from the south. So I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to just destroy things. Like, you know, I've been behind scenes with Mike. I've been arguing with Mike for 15 years in Atlanta. Now I get to argue with him just on Twitter. It's so going to be fun. Have you guys had whole speeches prepared? And no, this is off know, the cuff. Like, oh, oh, you're that good? Bo's been waiting yeah. his entire <laughs> life for this yeah. moment, Tiffany. Yes. That's so, 100% accurate. So, so, Tiffany, now we will shift back to you. It is your turn to oh enlighten gosh. us. All right. Yes. All right. Mike crushed it. Uh, Bo had his, he had to get something oh, off his man. chest, obviously. Yeah, right. It is your turn. I'm sweating. I'm wearing a sweatshirt and a coat inside here. It was a bad decision. But uh, I grew up in Atlanta, went to North Gwinnett High School, went to Georgia State, played college soccer there. So I've been, I mean, my family's been here since like 97. So this is really a cool opportunity for me to get to be a part of this. Um, I grew up. You know, listening to, I won't say you guys, because I don't want to date you there. You no, know? it's all good. It's uh, all good. You know, but, I mean, I know it's we go show. back. So, right. a, yeah. So, I mean, this is just an amazing opportunity, and I couldn't be more thankful to, to be a part of it and be on here with you guys today. And you've been around college football and pro football for years on the sidelines, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So, I've been, yeah, making my rounds, and then XFL just got back from D.C. We did a game yesterday. Um, with the Defenders and, and the Vegas Vipers, and so that was a blast. And, yeah, caught a, caught a flight this morning, and boom, now I'm here. Now, I would love to tell our audience who's listening, and you guys are going, Dukes and Bill, who is this? It's Mike Johnson. It is Tiffany Blackman. It is Bo Morgan. Uh, as we talk about uh, our new morning show, when are they starting? You have to stay tuned. You need to stay tuned as to when that announcement will be made. We wanted to introduce them to you today because – uh, as we make this transition, it is a big deal that you guys get to know them. So we invite you to follow them on social media and be a part of what's going to be happening as we transition. I would ask that, you know, listeners would say, hey, well, what is this show? What, what are you guys going to be doing? Well, what is this thing going to be about? What are you going to call this yeah, thing? Everybody wants to know all the answers. <laughs> Stay tuned. They're going to be giving you all of that. All right. But with that said, I know you guys are going to do a great job. Um, and by the way, I see my man Dylon in the back. <laughs> Right. Dylon's going to be uh, behind the glass producing things, and he's in here, and he's doing a great job for us throughout the week and on the weekends. But we are officially introducing this show to you guys today, and we wanted to say congratulations mm. and good luck, and we're excited about where this thing's going to go. Look at his face. He's, he's game face right now. So Mike serious. is game face. I'm ready to go. Listen, <laughs> I'm coming out the tunnel right now. You know I what I mean? I feel, I feel it right now. I, I see it. Good. But, yes, and so that is where we're at. And if you're wondering about all these other things, well, what about this, dude? Stay tuned. We're going to give everything to you guys that you absolutely need, and they'll fill in the blanks. But that will be left up to Tiffany and Mike and Bo and how they want to present it. But this is now family here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Guys, so welcome yeah. to the family. Another Thanks huge, huge show Thank on you. the biggest station in town, man. And it's going to be a perfect fit, especially college football, pro football, Oh, yeah, Squid Billy. This is going to be unbelievable. Hey, this is going to hey, be easy epic. now. Squid's all grown up, Mikey. Yeah. Yeah, technically, Carl, he is now a co-worker. Yes, He's this is true. In the truest sense of the word. This I'm is true. Still, I'm still on the assistant talent. brand manager, all right? Let's just uh... – Mike and Tiffany, we give him to you. Gee, thanks. <laughs> guys, uh, thank you guys for coming in and being here today. And, again, the official start date and, oh, what's the name and all of the things that you're curious about. Again, stay there. We're going to give that all to right. you as we move forward. It's a sneak peek. All right? right? Guys, thank you guys so much. And real quick, before we let you guys go, curious to know what you're thinking about what you've heard today about the Falcons mm. and free agency. 
what they've done. Now, Tiffany, I know you just got back, so I'm going to fill you in because <laughs> okay. Tiffany's like, hold on, what, what are you talking about? But we did take care of one of our own, Chris Lindstrom, right? They signed him five years, $105 million, basically making him the highest paid guard, okay? So you get him back, you take care of him long term. We signed uh, David Anyamata, who was with the Saints, one of our new defensive tackles. He comes in on a three-year deal. And then the other big move, I think, Mike, today was the trade for uh, – for uh, the tight end from the yeah. uh, from the Patriots, yeah, John O. Smith, who was really good with the Titans and kind of struggled. In that well, a lot of people struggle with that Patriots offense the last few years. But we got a guy that maybe lets uh, you know Kyle Pitts freelance even more now, Mike. I think that's what it does. I- I'll be interested to see how they use Kyle Pitts um, with him lining up on the other side of the football. I think he kind of turns to more of a slot. We kind of talked about Brock Bowers earlier and that kind of role he's had for Georgia football. Is that what Kyle Pitts kind of comes to? But you know, you going back to Chris Lindstrom and his signing, becoming the highest paid guard. You're not going to find a bigger fan than me. I mean, that, that, that's, a, that's a tough position in a tough town. I can't even – if you would have asked me a couple of years ago if we'd ever have the highest-paid guard in the league playing in Atlanta, I said, heck no. Right. Uh, but he fills those shoes, and that's, that's kind of how you had to build a football team this day and age, especially uh, with the questions at the quarterback position. So that, to, that gives you some security. And to chime in on Johnny, too, that was one of Mike Vrabel's favorite players mm-hmm. uh, with the Titans. And, of course, he's got the tie-in then with Arthur Smith, too. So I think it's a good fit there. Well, he had 76 catches in two years, like 11 touchdowns, but they're going to restructure the deal. So basically, he was on a one-year deal coming here because they could have had an out. So they're probably going to take that cap number down a little bit, extend him out, and it's just more depth. Look, we talked about what this team needed. Depth, depth, depth. And Anya Mata is the one I'm really excited about. My God, we have a nose tackle in this city. He was the second-best defensive lineman on that team, right? You got Cam, and then you had Anya Mata. I, this, to me, was a no-brainer. If you were going to bring over anybody, and I told you guys when this happened with Ryan Nielsen, if anybody knows, it's him. If anybody knows those guys on the D-line, it was him. He worked with those guys. I get to choose one of these free agents. He did not choose Marcus Davenport. They chose on Yamada. That should tell you everything you need to know. And the deal, the money, 11, what, 11 and a half a year? I think 24 guaranteed. And we, I'm happy. And we said it earlier, the fans, obviously, they want the big names, the big splashes. This is a, a funky kind of free agent class, but there is still plenty of cap space. So there's more. Guys, this is just part, part one, the first day. Patience is a virtue. I have done myself, but we got to wait because there's more <laughs> stuff coming. But this is the first sneak peek. We'll, well wait and see. Well, and those are just some of the things you'll be hearing and uh, from the opinions of this show. Again, Mike Johnson, Tiffany Blackman, Bo Morgan, guys. Our new morning show here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Mm. Guys, thank you guys for stopping by. Looking forward to hearing you guys start. And when is that happening? Stay tuned. We'll tell you about that coming up. All right, it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're coming back. We're going to talk some dogs. Hey, SEC has some decisions to make, and we're going to tell you about it next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Mike's got some thoughts on the Oscars. Bunch of nonsense. Boy, he's been in here going at me. I'm like, man, all right, I get it, Mike. And another thing. I'm like, wow. <laughs> we did about 10 minutes breaking down the whale. This could have been a podcast. For, hey, hey, really, this is the thing. We got to take this time and we got to maximize it. We got to put 10 <laughs> minutes towards a podcast. We had a great discussion on cinema. Well, you, you, you hated it. And uh, you're going to tell our audience why and uh, moving forward what you think. But that's on the way here in about 15 minutes. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92. Nine the game. If you're just joining us, the Falcons again making some moves today. There's a lot going on, and and this just happened. Chris just mentioned to me, Tremaine. Did he? Did that just happen? Chris, where is he going? He will be joining Mr. Fields in Chicago. Mm. They're stacking the deck. 
Tremaine Ed- Edmonds? $72 million deal for Tremaine Edmonds. Wow. So uh, the Bills, now they get to the guy. The Bills got to replace. That's a, that's a good player, By man. the way, you know, we, we didn't even mention when we were talking to Brian McFadden last hour, um, are we, are we gonna, the contract size for Rashawn Evans shouldn't be cost prohibitive to let us to do more stuff, but I presume we're going to hear about a Rashawn Evans contract unless his agent's got him shopping around a Yeah, bit. Mike, I keep thinking $11 million, between 11 and 15 right. and I say that, but – and a short deal. Not, not again. None of these deals should be, you know, seven years. We're talking about three years at the most. But with that said, that deal hasn't hit hey, yet. Bears have got crazy money. They're going to stock up by getting out and of the they first and holding on to fields. It's a, again, the worm may finally turn for an organization that's been nothing but shooting itself in the foot for, like, the better part of 20 years. Well, Mike, these are the right decisions. You don't trade the player, trade the pick. You stack picks. Then you go spend. They got the, mo- they got the most money. They got more money right. than we do. Go spend your money wisely. This is a good signing, Tremaine Edmonds, uh, for them. So more on what's going on today is legal tampering is what it's called. And by the way, the Aaron Rodgers report, um, it is just that. It is not confirmed. Uh, You have varying uh, insiders saying this is not necessarily true. It has not happened yet, but we were keeping an eye on that as well. And the reason, guys, is the, the Packers have said, we want to know before Wednesday. And the reason is because Wednesday, if they're going to do anything, Mike, it's going to kind of affect their ability to make any decisions. So if Aaron says, hey, yeah, I'm willing to be traded to the Jets, it's going to free up some things for the Packers. That's why the Packers want to know before Wednesday. All right. With that said, let's talk some dogs in college football. Of course, we got to talk about Kennesaw State, Mike, and they are in the NCAA tournament. They're playing Xavier right up the road, guys. Uh, the selection committee, it all happened last night. It was exciting. I mean, honestly, to, to see a first-time program get a chance to be in the NCAA tournament. And I got to tell you guys, I watch a lot of college basketball. Xavier's good. Mm-hmm. Kennesaw State has a chance. It's not like this is a, a, a situation where they're going into the, the lion's den and they have no shot. They, they got a real shot to upset. I think people would consider an upset because this is their first time ever in it. And Amir Abdul-Rahim was on with the Steakhouse, baby, earlier today with Steak and Sander. You'll hear some of that conversation coming up later in the show as part of the Strong Arm story. Could you get a Florida Gulf Coast kind of run? I'd love it. Could, that would be something. You know, the only thing was, and we'll, we'll talk more about uh, Kennesaw State, and, and hopefully they, they do get on a run and be the upset special. I just, I'm, I'm a little blindsided today. There's all the free agency stuff, and, and literally in the 25 minutes it took me to get to work today, I hear about the Damon Stoudemire hire from Georgia Tech, which kind of kind of came out of nowhere. But, you know, Boston assistant Carl and Jay Batt really didn't waste much time. I thought there might be. Usually the Final Four is kind of the coach's convention where a lot of teams kick the tires on new pieces, don't they? They do. He didn't wait. Um, and, and I don't – Mike, here was the thing. We thought maybe the financials might play a role. I think this is a five-year deal for Damon Stoudemire. I mean, Whispers, who runs our cameras, we're on Twitch and YouTube as well, guys. You can find us there. Um, he was saying this is a five-year deal. But, no, he didn't wait. And for what it's worth – Damon Stoudemire was a really good NBA player. He does have name value. Does it resonate with a 17- or 18-year-old kid? I don't know, Mike, but I do know he can sell NBA coaching experience and NBA you know, um, pedigree to guys that may want to come to, to Georgia Tech. Does that matter? I don't know. I still think this comes down to getting players. What did he do at Pacific, though, Mike? Well, that's just it. He was uh, six games under 500, and again – I got to be honest, not having an intimate knowledge of the Pacific basketball program some four years ago. Best way I could tell from just looking at wins and losses was his best recruiting class was coming to fruition when COVID hit. Mm. And I don't know if they could have beaten Gonzaga in their tournament or what that was going to be, but the way it looks, it was a team that won 20 games and was positioned was the third team in the Western, was the West Coast Conference. That's Gonzaga, et cetera, St. Mary's, all that. But I don't know. This is a, a guy who's been around some big programs, played for Lute Olson, played as you guys long, as you mentioned, Carl, a long time in the NBA. 
And and maybe he, the personality just blew him away because the Celtics were in town, had some time to kill. Well, let me go. Let me go get hired at Georgia Tech. <laughs> and uh, and Jay Bat made that happen, and uh, he must have felt a connection there. So we'll see. Anything that's outside the box is great. Bringing somebody in from Middle Nowheresville State as a as a mid major as a stepping stone would not cut the would not cut the mustard. So this is very outside the box. I, I'm still kind of processing it, like a lot of Georgia Tech fans are. But I, I mean, I like it. It's just thought they were going to spend a little more time in the process. It's a bold hire. I, I, it is. Here's the deal with Bat. Now, first year athletic director came in in October, had to make a decision on the football coach. He did that. Brent Key mm-hmm. gets the job. Now you have to make a decision on the basketball coach. You've done that. So the two most important programs, right? And now New Georgia Tech has a great baseball program as well. But you've made decisions on, and now here's the deal. Jay Bat, these are your hires. Right. They got to win. There's pressure now on Brent Key, who a guy, we always talk about this in college football and basketball, Mike. Well, he didn't hire that guy. He hired these guys. Right. And so what is the expectation in the portal and with NIL as Damon Stoudemire comes in? And I don't know if Jay Bat said, look, I'll handle the fundraising. I just need you to, to coach. I'll get you what you need. Did he right. say that to, to Damon Stoudemire? Because to me, that's still an issue here. I mean, you've got to get – like the, the, the old money guys have pretty much shuffled off this mortal coil that we're spending the big loot at Georgia Tech. So maybe it's a new face and, and more, more folks are excited about getting things going. I don't know if they can you know put together the kind of collectives you need now to get the job done. I think Brent Key's going to have tremendous success. And by the way, I spoke to a – I was playing golf over the weekend, ran to some Georgia Tech alum. And I, I can't uh, say this definitively – but I've heard this from a number of people. This was the latest guy I ran into. The coach Collins keeps running his mouth about tech. Where off the record? Off the off, apparently, I, I'm not sure who he's talking to and who'd be listening to him based on his performance. But that ship has sailed, my friend. Not to mention, he kind of threw Paul Johnson under the bus when he first got here. Yeah, yeah. Y- 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 here's the deal, and I, I wish Coach Collins the best. I hope he gets another shot somewhere else. Right. Uh, super nice to us and all of that. But at the end of the day, you didn't get it done. And coaches know if they don't get it done, Mike, they're right. going to be looking for gigs. And at the end of the day, for me, Coach Collins, yeah, that ship has sailed. Mike is right. It's over. Like, there's nothing you can do. I, I think, Mike, the way it all went down, I, I had heard reports, you know, like they fired him and they walked him out to the parking lot. And listen, I got to tell you, it's fine. Getting fired is never nice. Okay? Right. It just isn't. So, however it went down, if you're still mad about that, I understand that. Mm. But they paid you a lot of money. <laughs> okay? And I think you should move on. If that, In fact, right. those, those people who are close to the program are saying <laughs> that that's the case. Brent Key, here's the thing I know, and I said this at the end of the season. They practiced tougher. His teams were tougher. Right. I do think that carries over into spring football. They're going to be more physical, Mike, because he's going to make those guys hit more. All of these things that mattered when he played. Right. You think about that. For, look, it's only about a first half as a, what, 30-point underdog to Georgia in Sanford Stadium. They finally played play one of the more organized games they played all season last year. Right, Carl? Yeah. They didn't hurt themselves, save for a couple of uh, drop passes by a tight end. So I think the future is certainly bright. The, the, the recruiting, that's the key, man, getting those recruits in. But we'll be interesting to see what uh, Stoudemire can do as it's just dropped. The other thing. I don't know if you saw this last night. A lot of people giving the University of North Carolina some heat because they had a tough season this year, obviously got bounced early in the ACC. Final four they, out. They decline to go to the NIT, and basically it sounded in the, in the release that they put out there, it's almost like it was beneath them. You know, like, okay, your fans aren't interested in watching your kids play some more basketball games. Okay. But that's Carolina. Kind of always been a little pretentious. They were in the national championship last year. They blew the the lead to Kansas. It's documented. And Kansas wins. Kansas may win back-to-back this year. But it is kind of beneath them. They were in the national championship Mm -hmm. last year. 
and they were supposed to be better, and they underachieved. And now you're going to allow the kids to play more and enjoy some more basketball at the NIT. You guys didn't do anything. You weren't good enough. Mm. So I think that's kind of where they're at, and it comes off very pretentious, Mike, but Mm. I kind of agree with the decision. Like, the NIT, it's a win for them because you get a brand in the NIT in North Carolina. But North Carolina, what do they get out of it? We're in the, we were in the national championship game last year. Now we're going to NIT. Whoop-de-doo. But the way they the way they phrased it and the way the timing came in almost immediately, it's like, no. Okay. <laughs> it did. Right. It did. It God did. bless. Hey, man, Alabama is 7-1 to one right now to win it all. I think you and I, we wrote blogs for uh, Westwood One because we're going down to the Final Four about this. And the ability that their star player to compartmentalize what he's dealing with, they can create inside the paint, don't have to rely on the three like a lot of teams do in this tournament. For sure. But, but Houston is 6-1. to one. So Vegas likes Houston the best, and we'll see. And the other number one seeds are ten to one. So for what it's worth, Vegas does like uh, Houston, and then Alabama over Purdue and Kansas. If they get there, it's in their hometown. The buzz is going to be unbelievable for that program that hasn't been there in a very long time. You're going back to the '80s. So mm. Houston's loaded. For those of you who haven't watched, they got three legitimate NBA players. Sasser, their best player, was hurt. They lost to Memphis yesterday in their championship game in their in their conference uh, tournament. But they are going to be right there. And Mike, relentless. Now here's the thing: Alabama early in the season, and this is why I like mm-hmm. Alabama, went into Houston and beat them. And they were young, like they were. They hadn't played a lot of basketball. We didn't know about Brandon Miller. And they beat them. And they beat them because they matched their defensive intensity. The two best defensive teams mm. are Alabama and Houston. And right. that's why those odds are the way they are. And, you know, Kelvin Sampson, like the NCAA basketball, we talked about men's basketball, it's, you know, there's, there's a little ickiness around there. But he had some secondary violations. It was things like texting at Indiana. He basically, I remember Oklahoma back in the day, reinvented himself. He's still a tremendous basketball coach for all the things you just talked about. Oates and Alabama, Brandon, they've seemed to be able to, you know, Whatever happened, happened, I think they got past this. It's thing. a tragedy, yeah. and everyone, I mean, the media is focused on it. But they they definitely look. Someone argued that Oates never ever confronted it. He's already moved on the moment it happened. But see where that goes. And then Purdue seems the most flimsiest of the number one seeds. I don't me. think they're going to win it. They have yeah. a legitimate big guy. I get it, all of that. But yeah, Purdue and then Kansas. That's the, the top four teams as far as the number one seeds. It's going to be a fun tournament. It starts Thursday hmm. officially, but we've got the playing games Tuesday and Wednesday, and then we're carrying all the NCAA tournament games as we're your home for the NCAA. NCAA Tournament, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. What do we got coming up in Guy Talk? All right, man, so one of my beefs, you know, the Oscars, they keep moving the goal lines, man. Just when I figure I know what wins an Oscar, what's Oscar-worthy performances, Art House crap dominates explaining next. <laughs> you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Dukes and Bell. Boy, it's been a busy day. And this Atlanta is what I was talking about. Mm. Make a splash. Make me feel good about my team moving forward. And the Falcons have done that with the addition of Jesse Bates. He is going to be one of our new safeties, guys. He comes over from the Cincinnati Bengals. He's a baller, guys. And they give him a legitimate deal that makes him, Mike, the fourth highest paid safety in NFL history. Not the first. So I think this is a fair deal. $64 million includes $23 million uh, uh, in year one, 36 in the first two. So, again, you're paying a lot of this money up front, and then it doesn't hurt us later down the road. Mm. And I know Mike and I were having this conversation. Listen, Falcon fans, I, I get it. You're wondering how does this really help, okay? And Mike and I were talking about our safety situation right now with Richie Grant, and now you add Jesse Bates, who's played at a very high level, Mike, I like this move. I know it's not the trenches, but I think the way that they're going about this is, hey, look, we didn't go spend the most money on a defensive tackle. We went and got a guy that can really help us, but is affordable and makes sense. We went and got another tight end to help us with our offense in the red zone. We went and took care of our own guy, and now you do this. I'm loving this. Yeah, I mean, look, Richie Grant could slide hypothetically to nickel. Uh, you could argue he's interchangeable with Jalen Hawkins at both safety, the free and the, and the strong safety position. Technically, Jalen Hawkins is strong safety. But for those who don't know, Bates is a free safety, and this is a guy who's just – he makes plays. He's a, made plays at Wake, was a huge part of that defense with the Bengals. Now, the argument – I'll just give you the devil's advocate side of this. Some folks felt that with all the things we needed up front, this was a piece you add maybe next year. If, if, uh, Luxury? Yeah, not a luxury necessarily, but you felt the old debate. Do you build from the back or to the front? Well, this is a guy that can play and run support and obviously is good in the pass game. But, and again, you could argue Richie Grant. Some would say, well, that mean, did he, he blew it on Richie Grant in the second round? Well, Richie Grant is, you know, he wasn't the plug-and-play guy I thought he was going to be out of Central Florida. He was a corner that played safety, but now maybe he plays more corner in the nickel or he's just simply redundant. But either way, Jesse Bates is, is, is a, just an amazing talent and is uh, a guy that earned that deal. And uh, it is interesting how the Bengals now have to get retooled. That's a them problem. We've got some pieces. Now I, I guess what's next? Maybe Rashawn Evans gets a deal that's not too flashy. And then one more big splash. Maybe. I mean, look, I can't lie to you. I was going to save this for five and the Falcons. The Hargrave thing kind of left me a little crestfallen because what, when you consider what the 49ers paid for, him, we sure. should have done that here. I agree with you. I, 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 Mike, these things come down to choices, right? And when you talk about what we want as fans and what we think our team needs based on what we know about the team, and listen, we're your conduit. I say it all the time to these teams. You know, when we talk to Terry Fontenot and we talk to Arthur Smith, we're talking for you guys. We're talking about what you guys talk to us about. And these choices that you make, our secondary need help. It does. This, By the way, let me tell you something. If you go get Christian Gonzalez at corner oh, at eight. Now you got one of the best secondaries with A.J. Terrell out there in the league. Different team. Right. It's a different defense. So, again, that's how you have to think about this is this is one piece. We've got one in A.J. 
What are we going to do in the draft? That is still a very good possibility now that you feel like you've addressed some of these other things, specifically up front. And by the way, David Onyemata, I'm not putting all this pressure on him like he, he's the answer, but damn, Grady's wanted to play with somebody for the last few right. years, and they give him that. Our linebackers are not bad, guys. They're, they're getting there. I mean, I like our linebacking core. Anderson and company. Troy Anderson, I think, is going to be a star in this league. I think I think he will develop a lot faster than Foye Alua can because he, honestly, he's actually quicker. From he's side faster. To side. He has more yeah. athletic. But, but but that but that's the that's the puzzle that you have to kind of figure out. And Mike, if that plays out, I'm a static draft yeah, night. But again, I don't know what you're doing draft night. Are you going edge rush? Are we still going to try to find a tackle? Still got to replace Caleb McGarry. Now Caleb McGarry still could be back here for like sixty cents on the dollar. You did give the big deal to Lindstrom. We'll give you more of the details on the financials at five o'clock in the Falcon Report. But it just I still wanted to get the best guys up front to take pressure off the back. Well, now, if you do go in the draft and go with the corner, okay, but where is that pass rush, consistent pass rush coming from? Is Anyamata going to be such a force multiplier that Lorenzo Carter and Ebba Cady and D'Angelo Malone are going are to reap the benefits of that? That's a big ask. It is. I just have to believe, and, and this is what I want to believe. Now, they got to prove it to me. And there's more peace. By the way, guys, this, there's still more stuff to come. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they got to prove it to me. But, Mike, I also think you just hope that as we continue here, that these young guys, right, Ogandeji and Ebikati, they're going to get better. Year one. Right. Like, you've got to believe that, that, as Chuck Smith always talked to us about, like the development sometimes for some guys is one year, sometimes it's three years. That's what you have to hope. It's not like our guys suck. They're just getting better. They're, they're learning on the job, and they got to get better. Now, we'll say this. Three years from now, if we're still talking about Ebikati having a sack or if we're talking about Ogan Daisy not being that dude, then you know. But we're not there yet, and that's how I'm going to look at this. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. If you're just joining us, big splash for the Falcons as they bring in a safety Jesse Bates. Now, for many Falcon fans, you guys may have seen the video that was out there, right? Mm-hmm. Bates kicking it with Pitts and a couple other guys, and the video got out, and people were like, oh, he wants to be in Atlanta. You were right. He did want to be in Atlanta. And that's why I think this deal became a lot easier. They're still paying him a lot of money, Mike. He's getting market value. But it is true that, hey, he was hanging out with our guys, and there were lots of rumors out there about him wanting to be here. You were right. He did. And that's why he signed here. So now we wait and see where the other pieces go. Now, And the can... deals, by the way, won't become official till no. Wednesday. I just want – but this is – it's going to be. I'm sorry. And again, the fourth highest paid safety in NFL history. Lindstrom reset the market for guard. And uh, now you want to go get, you know, if you want to go get a free agent, a wide receiver. I mean, you want to go, some guys want Adam Thielen. Okay. I mean, the idea by bringing in, uh, Jono Smith is a guy that helps allow you to do more things. We talked about with Brian McFadden with Kyle Pitts all over the field, mismatches, et cetera. I mean, you know you want always want to have better tight end play in an Arthur Smith offense. This guy couldn't do anything in New England. There's a lot of guys who couldn't do anything in that offense in New England, especially last year. 11 touchdowns in two years in the last year in Tennessee, then one touchdown in two years in New England. Better fit, obviously, with Arthur Smith coming here. Okay, coming up, we're going to talk about what Terry Fontenot is doing today. He gets an A from me. Right now, day one, where we finally had some stinking money to play with, he's getting an A. But we're going to talk about it because a lot of people were wondering, and listen, one day doesn't make you a champion and certainly doesn't make you the the GM of the year. But how he's going about this, guys, this is a win-win. This is like if you're not a Falcon fan going, okay, I see the progression here. I see where we're trying to go. Arthur Smith got a couple of things that he wanted. And I think, you know, on the defensive side, Ryan Nielsen got a couple of things he wanted. And now how do we approach the draft? If we hit the draft, we, we hit the lottery, we get three or four guys, Mike, that can play. It's a different world. Where's the pass rush right now? That's the thing. It's coming. I just, I just, I just like to know. I just thought we'd get concrete, better pass rushes in the first forty-eight hours. 
that's why again I'm not. I like all, like you're disappointed. I am dis- Hargrave because Hargrave signed for peanuts with the 49ers when I was some people thought he was going to be north of seventy five to eighty million dollars, and it's not even close to what he signed for in San Francisco. And he's the best defensive tackle, pound for pound, money can buy. <laughs> and and we went with the guy. Guys go with what they know. And Anyamata is a solid piece, and he will definitely help Grady. You, you you touched on it earlier, but I'm still disappointed if I'm honest that I didn't get Hargrave. I thought that was a really nice piece for us. And I, I know thirty, the age, maybe the age thing was a factor. Consider where we are. You're disappointed. Well, Lorenzo Carter, I mean, is Amiyamata going to make Lorenzo Carter Lawrence Taylor? <laughs> I mean, we're going to sign Rashawn Evans? I mean, I'm pretty much going back to work with the same defense. But now, it, now as a pass to having nobodies back there when there's no pass rush, now it'll be Jesse Bates running around trying to cover everybody when there's no pass rush. That's my concern right now. You're disappointed. I'm throwing cold water on this. Here, step up. Whack. There's some cold water. Give me a wet towel. Whoosh. I just threw it on you. <laughs> It's going to be good. It's early days. It's, it's going to be good. And I just posted a meme of Macho Man going, hey, everybody relax. <laughs> <laughs> but i got to be honest now. You Now that I've heard you talking more about this, I'm, where's the beef with the pass rush? I just told you guys. We're going to talk more about it. Falcon Report's right. on the way. We'll run down what the Falcons mm-hmm. have done today. They have been active. I'm so happy you guys made a splash up there, Flyer Branch. Maybe, Mike. They are listening to this show. I guess so. Mike wanted Hargrave. It's Dukes and Bell. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. Oh, 